COVID-19 pandemic has been spreading globally since December 2019, bringing with it anxieties, mortal risk, and unbearable psychological suffering. The literature on the impact of COVID-19 pandemic on mental health identifies a flare-up in the psychological difficulties in people. New research shows that daydreaming can inspire happiness if you purposefully engage with the meaningful topics such as pleasant memories of loved ones or imagine scenes of triumph in face of all odds. But what if the daydreaming will turn into documents of life and make it disconnected from the real world? Is it a disorder or a temporary state of mind? How can one get out of it? And you beautiful people, if you haven't checked out our new YouTube channel, Trending Diary Show, go and check out, have a look and enjoy the episodes on the visual form as well. Hey everyone, I'm Priya Sachdeva and you are listening to Trending Diary, the podcast. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people starts now. Today I'm joined with Richard Chiu, an actor, producer, podcaster and maladaptive daydreamer. Richard has been in the film business for over 17 years. He has been in projects like SWAT, Young and the Restless and many others. During this time, he was dealing with much depression and anxiety, escaping from much of life using alcohol and drugs while doing his best to maintain his career and relationships. The man stumbled upon the term maladaptive daydreaming coined in 2002 by Professor Eddie Sommer and realized this is what he had been struggling with. He soon made a decision to change this in his life and has finally overcome it. Close to the man. And now wants to share and help as many people overcome this disorder using his podcast called Pieces of Nation as an empowerment-filled dialogue vehicle where he talks to everyday people who have overcome their struggles and learn from them. Richard is also releasing a seven-part YouTube series on overcoming maladaptive daydreaming. Curious to know more about maladaptive daydreaming and how one can overcome it? Join in. Hey Richard, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good too. Welcome to Trending Diary and thank you so much for accepting the invitation and giving me your precious time. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate, uh, you know, you, uh, you taking the opportunity to interview uh, me and uh, letting me come onto your platform. So thank you so much. Definitely. And Richard, first thing I'm really curious to know, how do you introduce to the world of maladaptive daydreaming? What's your story behind it? of daydreaming, um, to put it really simply, is excessive daydreaming. So what that means is, you know, as a child, each child has a very kind of active, uh, very, uh, you know, um, active imagination. Um, But there comes a time where, uh, where, you know, childhood to adulthood, you transfer into that and you, you're able to control the um, the imagination part. Um, what a maladaptive daydreamer does is they get stuck in their inner world and uh, and unable to come out. 
<clears throat> sometimes to deal with reality, sometimes to um, you know really connect with people, but they create this whole world in their in their minds, and um, and it, it doesn't match up to to the exterior world. I'm still doing a lot of research on it. Um, I just found out about it, uh, you know, maybe about five, six years ago. I'm still studying and trying to understand it. I've been, you know, talking to uh, people that understand it a lot better. Um, uh, just, I just talked to this psychologist uh, uh, in, on my podcast about it, and she knows more about it. Uh, so, so, but yeah, just to put it simply, it's just excessive daydreaming. How did it feel like to you? How did you spend your days when you were, you know, into that? How did it feel like to you? How did it feel like? I mean, being in your own mind, uh, but you know, in your own room feels great, right? You, I mean, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're always in your head. You're creating these things, the, this world in your mind. But the only thing about that, uh, at times it's, you know, it could get isolating and sometimes depression can, um, can, you know, start to set in. And so when that happens, it, you just go deeper. So it's almost like the movie Inception. Have you seen the movie Inception? Yeah, definitely. Christopher Nolan. Okay. Yeah, right. So Inception, I'm not saying Inception is all about maladaptive daydreaming, but, but the idea of going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, right? That's, uh, that's what I take from um, a maladaptive daydreaming. At least for me, that's what I did. I, I went really deep and um, sometimes to the point of, uh, you know, depression for about three weeks. Um, I'd numb myself with uh, alcohol and drugs and uh, I, you know, I, I wasn't able to cope with reality, uh, let's say. And, um, and so it's great. It's great uh, to a certain extent, but after a while, you need, you know, I realized I needed to, you know, come out of that because I have, I have many things that I want to achieve in life. And um, that was basically holding me back a little bit. Somewhere it snatches you from the reality, right? Something like this. I mean, the, I mean, what's reality really, right? I mean, you know, what's real to me uh, might not be real to you. So yeah. reality can't really, reality is sort of um, a false image, right? Because what you see as reality is so different from my viewpoint of, of reality. So, um, so, so, but the trick is to, to be able to come out of that sort of dream state and come into the uh, the the exterior world and interact with other people that's you know that the movement movement is very um yeah important right i mean you you can imagine yourself to have an amazing body but if you just sit there and watch tv or sit there and just uh, uh daydream all day it's not going to happen you have to make yeah. movements in order to 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 get there right Right. And that's why we are calling it maladaptive. You know, when you're not getting out of the, your own head and making changes in the real world. So, yeah. So next thing I'm curious to know, why, why does it happen to an individual? I Means what's the reason behind it? That's a good question. Or why I mean, is one I mean, not? 
I mean, that's a that's a really good question. I mean, who yeah, who knows who knows how it happens. Uh, sometimes it happens. Yeah, sometimes it happens through trauma. Like for me, I experienced tra uh, psychological trauma um, uh, when I was about uh, seven or eight years old, and so for me, that was a moment where where it just hit me, and um, and so I, you know, I had to deal with that, and by coping with that, you know, I sort of had to go into my own world. You know, and, and you start to create these things in your head, right? So, but I mean, sometimes people just don't don't realize it, uh, or um, you know, there's so many there's so many factors, so many possibilities. Uh, again, I'm you know, I I'm I'm barely studying it, and I'm doing my best to understand this, uh, but I'm I'm you know starting to engage uh, you know other uh, maladaptive daydreamers. Uh, we'll call them MD for short, so MDers for short. Um, and so I'm starting to engage with them and you know understand where they're coming from because it's it's something that we both you know we all have in common. So it's I, you know, I'd like to you know see where they're coming from so that that I can find ways to extract that and help other people uh, by talking about this and, um, you know, you know, hopefully finding different avenues to, uh, uh, you know, support as best as I can. All the best for it. Yeah. So how one can recognize, okay, that's one thing that, you know, how does it happen? Another thing, how one can recognize, like, just imagine if I'm suffering from maladaptive daydreaming, I'm in my own head. So do you not find the solution of any problem? First, we have to recognize that problem. So what's this problem? So how we can get this thing? What are the symptoms that one is suffering from maladaptive daydreaming? You know, um, each person's different, right? Uh, but I think the, the biggest thing is when when you when you see somebody um, not interacting with other people, not uh, doing the things of daily life. So mm -hmm. there's a there's a movie out there called uh, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Have you seen that? Secret Life of uh, Walter Mitty. No, sorry. Okay, it's a it's a Ben Stiller film. I'm, you know, after this, you know, go watch that because then you will understand. Um, what, add, it to uh, my list. add it to my list. Okay, yeah, definitely watch that because, because um, you know, as as a maladaptive daydreamer, you 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 see things in your head and you live these amazing adventures in your mind, um, and you feel like you've already lived them because in in some way, shape, or form, you're already living them in your mind, but it's not actually materialized. So, so, you know, if you have certain goals in your life and you imagine them in your head and you have all this glory in your mind, but it's actually not materialized in the exterior world, then that's, that's one of the signs, of, you know, because you, like, again, you have to take those movements, you have to make those steps uh, in order to get to those places. And sometimes it can feel overwhelming and, um, it's it it just becomes a little uh, challenging, which is why which is why people you know like MDs uh, well at least for myself 
resort back into the mind and um, and get I don't want to get say get stuck there, but but it just feels a lot more glorious in a way. Um, but when you start to see people start being active, really active, doing things, creating things, uh, you know, um, be you know using using their body to to move in all different directions, that's when we can actually step out of it. Mm-hmm. Another thing that you know, as you mentioned that the, the when things are not materialized in our real world. So as from the childhood we have been taught about imagination, you know, just to dream, visualize. They are like superpowers one can have. So how it is different from maladaptive dreaming? Because personally, I have found that if I talk about visualization, you know, have keeping a time float for daydream or something imaginative, my whole work, lots of people's work uh, includes and surrounds around creativity and they're literally source of it. So how it is different from maladaptive dreaming? Right. That's a, yeah visualization um you know okay so there's the movie the secret right that came out many many years ago everybody knows about this film right and uh the secret um the main thing about the secret is you visualize in your mind and and things will come to you um but as a lot of entrepreneurs uh people that were on that movie in that movie um they they had to stop there because they also realized they were sending the movie was sending uh, a half of message right because there's certain laws in the universe there's a laws of cause and effect there's you know there's um you know i can't remember any uh, all, all the other laws but the law of cause and effect is when you do something, something will happen. If you push That's somebody, someone third law of motion, third law of motion, every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? Ex- exactly. So in order to have that reaction, um, you know, that it has to be physical movement of some sort, right? So if visualization is one aspect of it, right? So if we visualize, that's us making that cause. Right, but in order to get the effect, we have to move in order mm-hmm. to create that effect, so that we can create the ripple in the universe. Otherwise, I mean, the energy is still there. I mean, now we're getting to like mes- metaphysics, right? But like the energy is still there. So, so yes, you can technically, in a way, not have to do anything, and and something and things will come to you, right? But, but you have to move in order to meet the universe halfway. Otherwise it's going to take longer than usual, right? So, um, you know, like I practice, uh, I practice uh, Nichiren Buddhism, SGI Nichiren Buddhism. And, um, you know, we chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. Mention it again, mention it again. Um, Nichiren Buddhism. Uh, so it's SGI Nichiren Buddhism. Mm-hmm. And, um, what we chant is Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. So I'll spell that out really quickly. So it's Nam N A M Myoho, which is M Y O H O, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Renge, R-E-N-G-E, and Kyo, it's K-Y-O. So it's Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. And what that means is I am Nam, right? Myoho is the mystic law. Renge is cause and effect. And Kyo is through sound. So I am the mystic law through cause and effect of sound. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So as we chant this, we're creating, it's an active, active meditation, right? So uh, we're chanting out loud. Um, and uh, we chant in front of uh, in uh, our, our Gahonzen, which is like a Mandela. We don't have any deities or anything like that. So it's essentially like a reflection for ourselves. Uh, but you know, we, we chant to, uh, we chant for our happiness, we chant for other people's happiness, we chant for things to materialize in our world, we chant for, to overcome uh, certain obstacles, and we, you can chant for anything, right, um, mm-hmm. but the most important, the, the most important message is, is when you chant for something, you have to take action, and, you know, you know, these, these lessons and encouragements and guidances is, um, you, you know, in, in the Buddhist organization, we have uh, a mentor, which is uh, Daisaku Ikeda. And he's, you know, he's been practicing for many years. Um, you know, he's the third president of uh, Soka Gake International, right? And so, um, so, so he's gone through all of it. Right, he's gone. It's glo- It's a you know, SGI is a global uh, Buddhist organization. Um, you know, uh, over uh, ninety-two countries, I think it is. Uh, you know, twelve million people like pra- practicing this practice. And um, Daisaku Keda, President Daisaku Keda, he is our mentor in Buddhism and mentor in life. So, because of his experiences, um, he's he shows us how to utilize this practice and and really take full effect of this practice uh, and really uh, make actual proof so that we can be a much better person in society and not just become happier within ourselves but help other people around us become happy which is goes back to the idea of cause and effect which is you know coming back to maladaptive daydreaming if I were to only do things for myself, right? That wouldn't, I, you know, not only would I not be a part of this society in, in a whole and create value, but, you know, I'd be a, a non-moving pawn uh, in, in a world that really needs, um, you know, needs every single piece to move, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, I myself really appreciate the whole idea of Buddhism. Uh, as we all know that Buddhism is one of the, you know, most followed religion in the whole world. So I, this reminds me of a story that why it happened, like why if we talk about Hinduism, Christianity or Muslim, they're, you know, just reluctant to their religion, only their people who are born with. But Buddhism has this, whole universal concept that everyone, anyone can be Buddhism, you know, it's just uh, you have to follow their rules, the the faith or the idea of non-violence and spreading happiness, joy in the world. 
so that's what we you know call that that why buddhism is so much popular and so much good so yeah and it's really interesting to know i wasn't aware about that yeah i mean you're right i mean buddhism is everywhere buddhism really is everywhere i mean you look at you watch movies you watch um you watch you read stories um and even if even if it it was they they don't practice the faith of buddhism um there's elements and you know little sprinkles of buddhism in that because because buddhism has been around for man like what 3000 4000 years um i mean a thousand years i forget man but i mean the point being Not is that yeah, it's been it's it's a long time, and you know, I mean, you're you're straight in the you're in the heart of it, you know, Shakyamuni Buddha, you know, Buddha, uh, you know, under the Bodhisattva tree, uh, not the Bodhisattva tree, the Bodhi tree, and um, you know, so so yeah, you're in the heart of it, which is uh, which is truly amazing. And also, what's the dark side? and bright side of daydreaming. So I'm not talking about maladaptive. We even talk about the daydreaming, what's the bright side and the dark side of it. Well, um, kind of reiterating uh, what I said before, the dark side, you know, is, you know, it, you know depression, isolation, um, anxiety, you know, everything that comes with not interacting with, with other people and having an active life uh, because, you know, you can, you can, at least from my experience, again, this is all just from my experience. Um, the, it, it can get, it can get dark. It, uh, and sometimes, you, you know, if you've experienced trauma, uh, like I have, uh, you know, it, it can, that can magnify in, uh, in one's life. And so sometimes you need to uh, numb yourself with uh, certain things. So, uh, the bright side of of it is that you know when you're having a good day and you know you're in your head imagining stuff, it's amazing. You see all these really really great things, um, and uh, you you know you know some sometimes like I'm an actor, right? So at, it totally works for me. You know, I get in my head and I look at these characters and I look at oh, this is how this would work. This is how this would work, and um, and, but I, you know, the challenge is to express that. And mm -hmm. when we have, when we have a, an outlet to express ourselves uh, physically, right? Um, that's, that's when we're the most happiest. Uh, so otherwise, you know, uh, there's a term I learned years ago that depression is energy repressed. So you're repressing your energy and that's why people become depressed. Mm -hmm. So if we have an outlet to express ourselves, then that's where the, that's where the happiness comes from, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It does. And I, I myself don't mind that ever I, you know, suffered from trauma or something. There was a time when I got insomnia, bad insomnia, that I wasn't able to sleep for long, long hours. But even I, you know, recovered from that, so thankfully. How how long how long did you suffer from uh, insomnia? Insomnia, it's it lasts for six months, five months, something like that. What what caused it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not a very good lifestyle, 
or i had like you know to shuffle from my hometown to another city and you know meeting some new people and adjusting to the new uh, with new people new lifestyle or something like that so after that you know that on that time my losing my weight that journey of losing my weight had begun and lots of changes had happened and i'm happy that that happened to me so that led to a good things yeah let me ask you the question um how how long have you been doing this podcast eight months or seven months eight months yeah so 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 in a way in a way this podcast really helped you uh you know get out of that uh, not really that has happened actually uh, years before two three years before so that's not oh really two three years before yeah yeah okay so somewhere that, that okay what, what happened this podcast has also happened because of the boredom it has a story that lockdown had happened like previous year and you know when mm-hmm. being at home i didn't had any job and i was like oh god what will i do with my career and what what will i do that i'm i have no purpose in life I'm like okay priya get the courage get out of it do something meet people and what's the way then i you know suddenly just got up with this idea okay podcast is something trending in india and you know it all it also help you to do things to express yourself as you have mentioned and most importantly connect with the great people like you to hear their stories and become a medium for audience to tell their stories to tell different ideas so i'm still experimenting but yeah that also came out of a boredom you know it doesn't have a big plan or something it just happened that i really want to change my situation do something good and become passionate that's it yeah that makes sense that makes sense you know i mean yeah you know i i talked to one of my um podcast mentors and um when i first talked to him he asked me why why i wanted to start um a, a podcast and his he he followed it up with uh, do you want to embarrass yourself do you not like yourself you know and and i just thought huh i mean i don't really look at it like that but but i can see why you're asking me these questions um yeah i mean i i love i, I love doing the podcast because just like you um it's an opportunity to talk and meet uh with people that i i wouldn't normally um you know have a conversation with and i think i think because we have the opportunity in this in this day of age with technology we're able to be um in a way global citizens and be you know and you know um uh, uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for um make the world a little smaller in a way so that we, you know we can reach out to other people because i mean i mean i mean i love the area that i live in but it gets boring sometimes right you know right? yeah i might never imagine that i one day be talking to filmmakers producers entertainers artists but it had happened thanks to thanks to the technology definitely and yeah that's the best part about it and that's the reason where you know i didn't offer any monologue because i think that is the board and i don't have much 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 things to say so let let's build a begin a medium for people and uh, just speak up their stories and that's the best thing i guess connecting with people like you is the best thing ever happened to me irrespective of any other things you can get i agree also as you have mentioned that you know you also belong to the world of podcasting so what is the best uh, interview you had 
ever done or what's the best lesson you have just came across with from your interviews huh um so well that's a good question because so i so so i you know okay in terms of podcasting um i i just recently launched about five five six weeks ago right but in terms of interviews um i've been interviewing people basically all my life whether it was sitting down with them asking them how do you have how do you have a good harmonious relationship with people um with your with your spouse um or uh you know how do you overcome you know this issue a b and c so um and that's a really that's that's a really really broad question for me because i'd have to really think about that um but in terms of uh, my own personal podcast that i just launched um can i mention that yeah, podcasting sure. okay cool thank you um so the podcast is called pieces of a nation um so it's like a piece of something a piece of your heart a piece so it's pieces of a nation and the reason why i wanted to start that podcast you know like we were saying before it's an op opportunity to talk to other people and really have a deep dialogue so the style of the dialogue that we have um is is very loose it's very um uh, you know conversation driven mm -hmm. and um we have no idea where it's going to go right so um just recently just recently uh, i spoke to oh actually i i want to give i want to give a shout out to uh, my first interview um which was uh, one of my acting mentors um but you know he recently just passed because of a cancer right uh but he's he's been my mentor for 17 years and his name is Clint Jung and um he he was my first interview and uh we talked about his you know we talked about his like uh you know overcoming cancer at the time and we talked about um you know his mentality um you know his willpower uh, just so many things uh, you know so so i i want to say i want to say there is so many good interviews that i've done like so far uh, but i want to you know i want to be able to uh you know give give you know that dedication to uh you know him you know cuz you know he's uh, he's such an amazing person and um and i love i love people to to listen to that episode because he really shares so much of his heart and um and uh you know it's you know it, you know it's is you know that was a couple of years ago so um which doesn't make sense because i start i started doing interviews a couple of years ago then i put it on the shelf because i got busy with other stuff and then and then when he passed my you know my one of my friends you know contacted me and said you got to put this out and i said you're right i have to put this out so that's why uh 5 5 6 weeks weeks ago i i uh, i launched the podcast and um but but yeah his interview his interview was about a couple of years ago uh but nonetheless it it uh you know he shares uh so much wisdom and um i think whether you're an actor or or uh, or an athlete because he used to be a um a world champion uh um 
what do you call it? A bodybuilder, right? And he's also a boxer. Uh, so whether you're, or whether you're just a, you know, person that, you know, you know, is doing the day-to-day thing, you should listen to that episode because, I mean, amongst all the other episodes, of course, but, but you should listen to that episode because he really dives in deep with, with overcoming obstacles and um, having and setting a, a um, winning, winning perspective. So, yeah. And that is something, you know, every individual in their life needed a winning perspective and how to overcome our obstacles that, because that's our life is all about that every day, every year, every month, we got some problems and then, you know, we are supposed to just overcome it, no matter which profession or which country we belong to. We all have obstacles and winning is all about having the right perspective. So definitely people give a listen to Peace of Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Richard. It was great having you and you beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you get some value today and do not stop dreaming. Just turn them into reality. I'll see you soon in the next episode. Till then, stay tuned and God bless us all.